We're dialing back the clock, looking at one of the top tens that Steele and I love the most in the fantasy hockey world. Top fantasy studs, 23 years of age or under. We're breaking down our list, 10 through 1. And on today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, you're going to have your ears tuned in for some of the best young players in the game. Let's get this paper. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hockey heads, degenerate gamblers, and fantasy fanatics, stand up. This is your show, the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, Tuesday edition. And I'm joined, as always, by my esteemed co-host, Mr. Steele Roden. On this side of the microphone, it's your boy, Big Flip Livingstone. And thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. We are a part of the Locked On Network, your team every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Still, I'm not going to lie. Coming on to today's show, you and I don't usually cross-reference notes, but we had to do it. Because this is a young man's game in the NHL and in the fantasy realm and capitalizing on these young players. And today we're looking at 23 and under the best fantasy studs in the game, capitalizing on them now and in keeper and in dynasty realms means you are likely going to be at the top of the heap for many years to come. So. Yeah, we're getting to big-time bets, of course. Mini <laughs> two-game board. I got a same-game parlay ready to go. Shout-out to FanDuel. But you and I have our top 10 lists. And I think what I wanted to make clear, we got honorable mentions. We're going to do 10 through 6 today and then do our 5 through 1 on Wednesday's episode. But let's just get the caveat off the chest right now. There are a lot of names that could hit this list in terms of future, potential, and ceiling. We're talking about the best fantasy producers, studs, and fantasy-relevant pieces, 23 or under, today in the league right now. Yeah, this was a very hard list to to come up with. And even two guys that I was debating for a long time whether Mm. they should be on this list or not, one being Luke Hughes and another one being Jesper Kokaniemi that barely just missed the list right now. But at number Mm. 10, I actually had to go with Kokaniemi's teammate seth jarvis who's on that top line your boy seth jarvis my boy doing great right now on that top line in carolina with sebastian aho back in the lineup tivo terra has been great mm. he gets bumped up from the third line to the to the first line he had a hat trick just a couple days ago as well so this top line right now is firing on all cylinders and seth jarvis is a big reason for that four goals five assists nine points total uh, in nine games so far this season, he's shooting the puck a lot more. 28 shots so far on net, three blocks, 14 mm-hmm. hits. His hits are getting up there as well, which is great to see. Yeah. Um, you've been on this kid for the last two years, so very. You. you were there early on uh, to the. You were there early on the party, yep. and he's showing up right now in 2023-24 season. Love. So I got to show some love to Seth Jarvis because. Um, this was a kid last year who I really wanted to succeed mm. and I wanted to mm. see uh, do well mm-hmm. in the Hurricanes lineup. But to me, just wasn't really 
there quite yet. He did some great things, sure. but now he's off to a hot start sure. this uh, this season. Yeah, and I'm very impressed. That's why he cracks the top ten. Steel, you know this makes my heart swell with fantasy love. Let's also remember though, he's 21 years old. Yeah, he hasn't even touched his prime yet, and he has already proven that he is basically right there, as in my opinion, a point per game producer when he's on his game. And this is something that, you know what? I'm not going to get fired up about Seth Jarvis because I'm going to save my <laughs> Seth Jarvis take for later in the episode because you know he's higher on my list. We can disagree on that, but this is also a subjective thing. All of these players that you and I are going to talk about, I think the main takeaway, other than trying to explain the caveat that we're looking at this as, fantasy production right now, try and get yourself a little bit of some of these players. However your league shakes out, however setup it is, dynasty or keeper, or year to year, looking at my list and hearing what your list was, every single one of these players you want on your team in one fashion or another. So let me just get that out there. And another player steal that I think I've been very clear on Mason McTavish, three goals, five assists this season, 20 shots on net. I'd like to see him shoot the puck a little bit more, honestly, because I think he has that in him. I know he doesn't fill out the peripherals as much as you'd like to see, but how about three block shots the other night? He gets it done on the power play as well. Steal. So what I'm 10 penalty minutes this year. And I think what my favorite take here is with Mason McTavish, aside from, being a part of a really good young core developing in the Anaheim Ducks system. This guy is 20 years old, Steel. Mm-hmm. 20. Good Peterborough Pete product, and I think we haven't even seen the best from him yet. Give me some Mason McTavish, number 10 on my list. Oh, and we just talked and we just talked about his two line mates the other day. He's playing with those veterans mm. who he can he can learn a lot from and uh Frank Vetrano and Ryan yeah. Strom. So that second line of Mason McTavish and those two players as well, again, just firing right now. And before I forget, agreed, I just needed to shout out my honorable mentions. Connor Bedard, very close to making this list for very obvious reasons, but we are going with a bit of the different angle here. Also, Matty Beneers was close to making this list for me as well, but he's disappointed a little bit to start the year, yeah. Steel. So we're talking about as in right now, and thank you for mentioning Luke Hughes. He literally bounced all up and down the back end of my list, and he was right there. But I want to see a little bit more from his all-around game as well, and I think maybe if he was on another team, would he perhaps not be producing? Anyway, who are you looking at in your ninth spot? Because I'm already loving the kickoff to this list. Number nine, I'm going with one of my favorite players, uh, and that's Noah Dobson of the New York Islanders. I've got four defensemen in this top ten list. We'll get to the like Flip said, we'll get to five through one on tomorrow's episode. But yes. Noah Dobson comes in at number nine for me and what he brings mm. to this Islanders team. And again, if they, if they can find a way to really start focusing on howing on how to get the offensive guys going, especially yes. on the power play, yes. this player is going to. The sky's the limit for Noah Dobson. Mm. I really do think he is. Uh, he's got a really great future in the NHL with the New York Islanders. Two goals, five assists, seven points in seven games so far. 24 blocks, four mm-hmm. hits, 18 shots on net. He's on the first power play unit. And again, if that first power play unit or just the entire power play unit can yeah. just get going and really start producing and, and, and he can become that guy that we can see Mm. quarterback it well facilitate Mm -hmm. make the proper plays Mm -hmm. get people in the open area so you can find them easily uh and be ready as well yourself 
which I really think Noah Dobson is, he's not quite there, but he's almost there to becoming one of the uh, top defensemen in the NHL mm. uh, alongside mm. some of these other young defensemen around him. So I really like Noah Dobson's game. I like the peripherals over the last two seasons. I like the offensive production that we've seen the last two seasons. And mm -hmm. I think he's going to get over 55, maybe even close to 60 points this upcoming Ooh. year. But it's going to have to depend again yeah. on the coaching style, changing a little bit to focus mm. more on the offensive side of things. But Noah Dobson, for me, is almost there. He's white, He's right there. I have a player next in Wyatt Johnson who I believe is almost there as well. I know you and I are going to disagree on opinions here, but I'll make my point about him in one second. Noah Dobson, love that you have him on the list. I also would say his success is tied closely to what this team can do overall. We yeah. know on the back end, Sorokin has that lockdown, but what is the offense going to do? And that'll do a lot for a young D-man in Dobson who obviously has that offensive upside. Very mobile, very good skater. Can he hone it all and put it all together? We got our eyes peeled on Dobson because you and I both agree. I like that you have him on here. I don't feel like it's a miss for me to not have him, but this is why we do this together, Steele. We got it balanced. I'll talk about Wyatt Johnson right, right around the break. I got a couple of other players breaking down the rest of Steele and I's 10 through 6. Top young fantasy studs in the game, 23 or under, and of course, wrapping up the show with our big-time bets. I got a same-game parlay ready to roll, Steele, but where you're making that same-game parlay, you know it's FanDuel, baby. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Steel, I'm loving this new promo. We got to jump all over it as well. That's 150 bones if your team wins. You've been thinking about joining FanDuel. There's no better time to get on the action than right now. The app is super easy to use with a wide range of betting options, including spreads props over unders and more visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the nfl season fanduel official partner of the nfl and thank you so much for making the locked on fantasy hockey podcast your first listen every single day we are a part of the locked on podcast network where you can find your favorite team from all four major sports leagues including the ncaa your team every single day and we're talking about top 10 player fantasy hockey players, 23 mm. years old and under flip. I was just talking about Noah Dobson. He comes in yep. at my number nine spot. You said Wyatt Johnston comes in at your number mm -hmm. nine spot. <laughs> Who's at number eight? Or yeah, talk about Wyatt Johnston for a little bit, but who also comes in at number eight? Hit me with number eight because I'll leave Wyatt Johnson at this. What I saw from him in the postseason last year, Steele, and I know it was only a couple of games, this kid seems to have the ice in his veins. Four goals, two assists in the 19-game run for the Dallas Stars. Yeah, it might not jump off the page, but he had a couple of very big goals, two game winners, and I really like this kid's moxie. He's also currently anchoring the second line in Dallas with Evgeny Dadanov and Jamie Benn. So far this season, two goals, three assists, 12 shots, six pims, 17 minutes on ice time, though, Steele, and creeping north. Last season, only averaging around 15. This kid was the youngest player in the NHL last year. He's only 20 years old, 23, over, 23 overall in the draft, and a good Toronto boy. I like Wyatt Johnson. I'm leaving it at that. And at number eight, I think a guy who... You and I are first time doing this 23 and under. I had Dylan Cousins on the list. And yeah. I think I took a little bit of flack from you. And at the time, 
it was fair because there wasn't really a lot to show from Dylan Cousins. He's proven now in a big way, securing the bag and proving that he is the workhorse from Whitehorse. A little bit of a slow start, but yeah. he's picking up steam. Three goals, and so are the Buffalo Sabres, by the way. Three goals, four assists, 16 penalty minutes, 20 shots on net, a game winner. He's down to the third line, which is a bit concerning. The deployment right now is a bit concerning, but for me, Dylan Cousins has earned this love, and I'm sticking with a player who that I've been also very high on for a while, Dylan Cousins at number eight. Well, he's been on the third line the last two seasons as well. And mm, you can see that point. from his average ice time. You know, it always sticks around. You know, last year it was was the most we've seen out of him, 16 and a half minutes. The year before that, just under 16 minutes. So he's still getting it done on the third line. And we just had this conversation the other day on, on the episode about frozen cold players right now in the NHL. Mm. And right when I started ripping into him, he goes on a four-game point streak. I also have... Dylan Cousins at number eight on this list. Nice. Uh, and and uh, like you said, we, you know, we ripped into him four game point streak. He's now up to uh, three goals, four assists, seven mm -hmm. points total in nine games. The Buffalo Sabres are, are kind of going back and forth. Win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. Uh, a big win against the Colorado Avalanche the other day. Four nothing yes. shutout for Uko Pekka Lukanen as well. Yeah. Hopefully Devin Levi gets back in the lineup because I really uh -huh. needed him to start going for my fantasy team. Nevertheless, yeah, do. Dylan Cousins has secured the bag, like you said, and he is one of those young guns who I continuously look for in the draft because he just really brings it to me uh, in the offensive with the amount mm -hmm. of time. If he can just, again, Kind of, if he can somehow manage to get a little bit more ice time, 17 and a half, 18 minutes, I would love to see that. That's Who a good point. knows what's going to happen for his offensive production if he gets more ice time? The problem is, I think also we mentioned this when we were talking about the Buffalo Sabres the other day, is they're just how stacked they are up front. And I do think Dylan Cousins has top yeah. six written all over his future. And, you know, they've mm -hmm. paid him as such. It's just right now. They need to plug and play and figure out what the mix is. Tage Thompson has struggled a little bit. So you've got to maybe juggle those lines and get the best combinations. But, you know, it's a good thing for Sabres fans. It's a good thing for the team overall. But when it comes to that fantasy deployment, you got to maybe be a little bit patient with some of these players. But all of them on this list deal, I'm loving. Next on my list, at number seven, you had him slightly higher. Seth Jarvis has come into this league as a 19-year-old kid and just done nothing but basically perform. And I know he's gone a little streaky. Last year, only 39 points in the 82 games after putting up 40 and 68. You know I've been all over this kid from the jump. And last year was, I'll say it, disappointing fantasy-wise because yeah. I was invested in him how I am this year. But, oh, baby, is he not paying off already offensively? I think we can be clear. His overall game can take a little bit of work, but look at the numbers. Takeaway to giveaway ratio, almost a three to one on the plus side. Four goals, five assists, two po three power play goals, tied for the lead league steal, and almost 30 shots on net. The deployment with that top six, that top line group obviously helps the Hurricanes being a good team. But I think I deserve a little bit of credit with my boy Seth Jarvis here because at the end of it all, five foot 10, 175 pounds, and today's NHL isn't the same kind of, I don't know, backstep that in the past years because of how big the league used to be yeah he is a 13th overall draft pick and you know how much i love seth jarvis 21 years old steel look you definitely deserve some credit for seth jarvis and and talking him up the last couple of seasons Thank or the you. last year uh you know i def i don't think i would have him as well i don't have him as high oh. as number seven 
That's I have okay. number 10, but I respect it. I respect your choice. One more point just to make myself feel a little bit better, if you don't mind. He was, in his rookie year, the 13th vote-getter in Calder Trophy voting. But let me just ream off some players ahead of him. Marit Sider, Trevor Zegris, Jeremy Swayman, Matt Boldy, Cole Caulfield, Dawson Mercer, and others. So those are some pretty good names, Steele, that I would say all were very comfortable dealing with as legitimate fantasy threats. Yeah, I just want Seth Jarvis to continue to develop his game and keep this hot start going because he was streaky last year. Speaking of another 21-year-old, I got to talk about Jake Sanderson, who comes in at number six or number, sorry, number seven on my list right now. And, mm-hmm. and this kid is just doing wondrous things for the Ottawa Senators on the blue line. He actually might be the best defenseman for the Ottawa Senators above Thomas Shabbat and Jacob Chikrin right now. He's just doing great things at such a young age. Three goals, four assists. The offensive side of things for this player is actually Mm -hmm. absurd. You know, we talked about this a lot in the offseason. We didn't, or I I didn't personally watch a lot of his hockey uh, over the last four seasons, you know, before Mm -hmm. coming to the NHL, even last season, in his first year in the NHL with Ottawa, didn't watch only watched a handful of games. Maybe I didn't know exactly what we were going to get with this player, but after hearing everyone hype this player up over the last six months, talk mm-hmm. about what he's going to do, what he's going to uh, uh, bring to this franchise. And I bought into it and he's living up to it right now. Like I said, yeah. seven points, eight games, uh, seven points through eight games this season, Yep, uh, 14 blocks, one hit, uh, 15 shots on net. He's going to get a lot of opportunity right now with Artem Zub, Brandstrom, Thomas Shabbat out of the lineup. They're depleted yep. on the blue line, so he's going to be getting a ton of first uh, first power play uh, time out yep. there with uh, all the other studs that, we, that we're going to be talking about uh, as well uh, for the Ottawa Senators. But Jake Sanderson has to be on this list, and he could even be higher because of what he's doing right now at such a young age. But there's a few other guys that – just crack the top five uh, in front of him. You and I have been clear about our, like, I think we've been gushing about Jake Sanderson for quite a while. And I've got him in three different fantasy leagues right now. And, he's doing and you should. And I love me. how you and I stick by our takes. And I really do appreciate that because he's got high IQ. He eats minutes. Yeah. He's a skater. Also, and I know these are some of those, and I, I bring up some of these intangibles. His dad was a greasy, good skating effective goal scorer in the NHL. And I know that doesn't mean much in terms of fantasy, but it's one of those things that just adds to the intrigue in this player grew up in a hockey family an NHL family, and he can get it done and he's getting it done right now. Steel. And he's got four of his points or sorry, two goals and one assist on the power play as well Four penalty minutes, 15 shots on net 23 plus minutes a night. He's number six on my spot steal. In my list, I have him even, you said he could be higher on your list. I got him one spot higher. I really like how our lists are aligning. I'm going to keep my take short on Jake Sanderson. We can come back from the break. Hit me with your number six spot and our bets. This opportunity right now, though, and I know it's not one that the Ottawa Senators fan base wants to see with all of these injuries so early into the season on the blue line. Yeah. What it's going to be, though, is a litmus test for Jake Sanderson and a young (laughs) D-man to really carry this team. Of course, Chikrin is there to shoulder the load, but you made a good point on yesterday's episode that you do not want to push a guy in Jacob Chikrin who has been so injury-riddled in his career. That's not something they want to do, and honestly, 
If they're smart, they're really careful with how much they do lay on Chikrin. And that's why I think right now, Jake Sanderson, I don't have his numbers on ownership. He's probably not out there in many leagues, but if for some no. reason he is right now, go out there and add him. But I know right now his, his ownership steal has got to be nearing 90%. And if it's not, it's a mistake. It, it's got to be close there. You know, I'll pull it up really, really quick. We'll get to a couple more players before we get to big time bets as well. But this episode is also brought to you by the Sleeper app. The NHL season is in full swing right now. And you know we got you covered here on the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. I absolutely love the NHL. I know Flip does. And I know you do too out there that are tuning into this podcast. That's why we have to tell you about the Sleeper app. The Sleeper app is the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. And it's my go-to for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey with sleeper you can win a hundred times your cash on daily uh, daily fantasy and fans can also play daily fantasy nfl nba mlb cfb on the sleeper app the nhl has never been more exciting than it is now with studs like mcdavid ovechkin dry matthews at your fingertips just pick more or less on stats for these stars on stats like goals assists save plus minus and more and you heard me there, hockey fans, a hundred time payouts on sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks right. And you could win big. Use promo code locked on NHL and you'll get up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit that subscribe button. Leave mm-hmm. a follow. Leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform as well. We appreciate that so much. And thank you just for tuning in Monday through Friday. Leaving all the comments on the YouTube channel. channel DMing us over on Twitter as well. We love the conversations and feedback we get from all of you out there. So thank you for that. And Flip. Just to let you know about Jake Sanderson, 78% owned yeah. on Yahoo right now. So 70 not quite on ESPN. Up to, not quite up to 90, but he probably should be if, if you know we're talking about some bigger leagues. It'll be soon. You can't help but feel. And I think you and I are just very high on this player for all of what he's able to do at already a young age. This is why we're taking a look at this conversation. 21 years old for Jake Sanderson. I really do feel he is just now get 85 games under his belt. He's just now starting to kind of scrape the surface. I think what he can bring on a daily basis Mm -hmm. deal. That's what brings me the most intrigue about this player. That was my top 10 to six though. Mason McTavish, Wyatt Johnston, Dylan Cousins, Seth Jarvis, Jake Sanderson, who are you wrapping your list up with? At number six, I have Cole Caulfield. And I know a, I know. last season we had a little bit of a difference of where this player was supposed to be landing and where he is. Mm. And right now I got to give props to you because he is living up to what you said last season. Now that he's fully healthy and he's back in the lineup, yep. four goals, five assists. I also agree with you now. He might be a 40-goal scorer this season for the Montreal Canadiens. Has to stay healthy, obviously. Yes. Nine points through the first eight games. You're not going to get a ton of the other peripherals. He's got uh, six hits, actually, which is pretty surprising. One block, but the shots on net, 32 shots on net through eight games right now. He's going to be up there with Brady Kachuk, Tim Stutzla, Connor McDavid for shots on net, it looks like, because he is firing the puck. He's definitely going to get over 250. That is for sure. But Cole Caulfield, 
almost cracked the top five, just gets out, just, uh, just places there at number six. But what mm. I'm seeing from him mm. is that goal scoring caliber that of I didn't course. really notice last year. Okay. Uh, obviously, we knew Respect. he was a 20 goal scorer. We know he's got that quick snapshot. Respect. You know, he's a smaller player. I, I, mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure what he was going to do mm-hmm. with the Montreal mm-hmm. Canadiens because we knew they were going to be a little bit uh, of one of the bottom tier teams in the NHL. But even so, you're going to get some production from everybody, no matter what team you're on. And Cole Caulfield is giving that to them right now alongside Nick Suzuki. Of course, the peripherals aren't there for this player, but that is not why you draft Cole Caulfield. Yeah. This is a straight-up sniper stud. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if it weren't for some of the more elite names in this league that you and I love to talk about, and I'm talking about Matthews, I'm talking about Dreisaitl, Kucherov, some of these straight-up scoring studs, Cole Caulfield would be in that next level of conversation for me yeah. anyway. And I know it's early, and at 22, my goodness, my favorite thing about this player, steal is the swagger. I love this confidence from a young player in Caulfield who also, let's be honest, yeah, he's got chemistry with Suzuki, and yeah, he's been able to put up points on a bad Montreal team. What does he do if he was in the mix with some of those groups that I just mentioned? Imagine him in the mix in Tampa Bay. Imagine him in the mix in Toronto. My goodness, is 40 goals capable? We're talking about 50 or 60 if he's in the mix with some of those other offensively loaded teams. And he is on my list, teased to tomorrow's episode. <laughs> I'll talk a little bit more about Cole Caulfield. But my goodness, also right now, I know his salary is about to go up. But at $4.9 million right now, it's an absolute steal as well. But I'm loving both of our lists. My goodness. And I'm ready for bets, though. Big time bets. That's where the money is made. And so far, we are making money this last week and a half. Uh, it's definitely been a turnaround from the start of the season, the start of October for myself. Mm. Anyway, if you don't mind, I'm just going to rattle all three. Please. We're getting long on the tooth here. I would appreciate episode. it. Canucks money line against the Nashville Predators, minus 144. I'm taking the Canucks on the money line. They beat them last week, three to two. Okay. Uh, you could also take the under in this game, but it is at home in Vancouver. And I think they're going to give the Vancouver fans uh, mm. a pretty good show there. So I'm just going to stick mm. with the money line against the Nashville Predators at minus 144. Mm-hmm. This one's a shot in the dark, but I, I couldn't find the exact stats. But from what I've seen in the last games that he plays against Toronto, I'm taking it. It's a little bit of a shot in the dark, but Trevor Moore, anytime goal, he's been firing offensively right now. He's got five goals on the season. He shoots the puck a ton. And he would love to get a goal against his former team, the team that traded him away a couple of seasons, a few seasons ago. So Trevor Moore, anytime goal is my second pick and my lock of the night. Kings Maple Leafs under six and a half at plus 104. Ooh. Eight out of the last 10 have gone under the number. I'm surprised they're giving you these uh, th- this uh, type of odd right now. Juicy odds at plus 104. So I'm taking the under six and a half. Whoa, that's right there where I'm going to think we're going to our first side bet of the year. And what I'm looking at is actually the total has gone under the number in six of 10, it going over the number in four of 10. And actually looking at the last couple of matchups for both of these teams, LA, seven goals, nine goals, nine goals, Toronto, not as much. So I'm liking your angle here, but I'm going to go side bet. I'm taking the over minus 135 at six and a half. So there's our first side. Should we throw a 10 on that for fun or what? Now I have to throw a 10 on that. Done. I'll take the over. That's our first one locked in. But this is a same game parlay. Hit me with the over six and a half. Hit me the with under, the under has gone eight out of the last 10, though. 
weird because right here, yeah. Well, this is this is over under Toronto, LA. It says under in six of the last ten. I, anyway, my, anyway, yeah. anyway, it's still anyway. no, no, no. I like the angle. I'm just gonna lean to the over. I think both teams have been looking like they got the offense going. Anyway. Leafs money line. This is a gut pick because actually, yeah. Seal, I think this is going to be a really good game. That's why I am like just when I'm feeling this vibe for the same game parlay, I'm seeing a 5-4 finish. I think the LA Kings keep it close, but I really do like the mojo that's going on with this Leafs team. I think they're going to bounce back. I don't see many losing back-to-back. I think this team is going to go on a heater is what I'm trying to predict. Yeah. Anyhow, Matthews, anytime goal is what I'm rounding it out with, Steel. How could I not? In 11 career games versus the LA Kings, four goals and five assists for nine points. Austin Matthews kicking off the season so far, seven goals, three assists, 38 shots on net. I want him to shoot the puck even more. I want this all to go through Matthews. I want 10, 11 shots each game, especially tonight. Matthews, anytime goal, give me the over, give me the least money line and give me my first side bet with my boy steal on the season. <laughs> First side bet, probably going to be the first win of the season for yourself as well, knowing how side bets went last year <laughs> for me. But hey, just hey, we'll see what happens. First side bet of the season. We'll keep, we'll just have to keep a tally me. on. Uh, that's why I said it. We're, We're going to have to keep a tally. a tally, though. We're going to keep a tally. We're going to keep the, uh, keep the numbers up there for everyone to see as well. But thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you're tuning in Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning Eastern time is when you can find all of our episodes. And again, thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day out there. Good luck with all your bets. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.